welcome to the Positivity and Prosperity Podcast. If you're ready for a dose of inspiration and insight, then you've come to the right place. My name is Victoria Maskell and I'm a psychotherapist, mindset coach and positivity practitioner. I help women just like you to have their own Cinderella stories and transform their mindsets to make their dreams a reality. So if you're a coach, an entrepreneur, or just looking to up-level your life, then this is the podcast for you. I'm going to be talking all things money mindset, manifesting your dream life, and how to use your subconscious to achieve anything you set your mind to. I'm going to be filling these podcast episodes with stories and inspiration for you, things to make you smile, feel supported, and get ready to crush your goals and manifest your dreams. There is no such thing as a coincidence in life. So just by listening to this podcast, you are one step closer to making your dream life, business, and mindset a reality. So if you're ready for today's dose of positivity and prosperity, then let's dive in. Right. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Manifestation Chats with Annika and Victoria. I've clearly just called it that maybe I haven't checked Annika was okay with that title but we're back again for another episode and in today's episode we are going to be talking about something called plan b when it comes to manifestation so not the pop group say that again not Not the pop pop group is there a pop group called plan b do I sound like a really old person the pop group (laughs) the boy band that plan b anyway oh my god right okay i need to go and check this after this episode just to see who plan b were so what we're talking about is with manifestation when you are trying to manifest money a new house a new job a new partnership a new relationship travel whatever should you have a plan b that is what we're going to be talking about we're going to be sharing our ideas on this we're going to be talking about building trust with the universe and we're going to be giving you some kind of top tips on how to build your faith so it's going to be another action-packed episode right okay so annika i'm just gonna we haven't planned this but i'm just gonna throw this at you okay what is your current gut instinct around should we have a plan b when it comes to manifestation what's what's your gut telling you right now my gut is telling me that plan b comes from our fear voice on our shoulder saying but what if you're not safe what if it all goes wrong um and I often call that fear voice that fear voice if I visualize it is my dad going you mustn't do that you will not be safe you must make a plan b I don't know why I made my dad sound German because he's not German he's English um but yeah and I'm not saying that I don't have plan b's because I do but the plan b's that I have in my life are really there to quiet the ego chatter and the, the anxious voice that's telling me don't do that it's not safe and then the plan b is there to kind of be like shush it'll be fine because that's plan b let's just crack on um but i feel i do feel like if you're really 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 grounded in authentic worthiness and you know that you're going to get what you what you want which is the best place to manifest from we know this Mm. then you don't need a plan b but Mm. it's just developing the strength to not need one i would say Yeah, because this episode topic came about because I was, I can't remember what I was thinking about, but I remember I was sending you a voice note. I was like, Annika, I think we need to talk about this because I think 
there is a conflict. And just like you, I feel like when you have a plan B, it's just sort of placating your fear. It's placating a fear voice. And it's, I think a lot of it comes from that sort of social conditioning. Like people would say, oh my God, why would you leave your job when you don't have another one to go to? Something like that is seen as silly or illogical or dangerous or disrespectful or, or whatever word it is. And I think this is where there is a bit of conflict between manifestation, which is everything is possible. There are limitless possibilities. When you are grounded in self-worth, when you're aligned, everything can be magnetized to you. Yep. And then the flip side of almost what we've grown up with and what we've been taught and our subconscious is saying, which is stay safe, don't do anything different, protect mm. yourself, always be on the lookout for something to go wrong and find a way of kind of um, pre preparing for that. And yeah. I think this is the out, that's where there's people out of alignment because they want to manifest, but they also have their friends, their family and their programming telling them something completely different. Yeah. And I think those two polar opposites that you've just described is the difference between our soul, that's our soul wants and our soul that completely trusts the universe and, and trusts the manifestation process and our ego who's like yes but what if you're not safe let's just sit up at three o'clock in the morning and worry about that a little bit more because that will achieve absolutely nothing <laughs> yeah but how many of us how many people listening to this episode have had that particularly mm -hmm. probably around things like money where people are going well, I do really want to start my business, but what if I don't get any clients? What if I don't sell any products? What if I waste all that money? What if I go into debt? What if people turn around and go, yeah, that was a stupid thing to do. Who do you think you... And that is the voice that is often running the show. And from a sort of hypnosis subconscious point of view, what's happening is your subconscious has built up programs and patterns around what it means to currently be safe. And the bizarre thing is safe right now might be going into your overdraft every month because it feels normal, because it feels like, well, we're still alive, everything is okay, so this is my safety, this is my normal. When you wanna manifest, when you wanna set goals, you're stepping out of that and your subconscious is freaking out because it's different. And it's because it doesn't know, it doesn't have a pattern matching system for what that would be like. So therefore it's throwing up all of these thoughts and that, um, someone called it um, Petty Petra or something, you know, that like, oh, like the sort of on your shoulder niggling voice that you're right, does sometimes wake you up in the middle of the night, making you overthink things, making you question things. And that is out of alignment with manifestation. Yeah. Totally. And, and it's when we learn to, to quieten that voice um, and to trust our inner guidance system. And Lacey Phillips calls it the trust muscle with the universe, isn't she? Yeah. Um, and I don't know if you've heard of Elizabeth Gilbert, who wrote, um, she wrote Eat, Pray, Love, but she wrote a book called Your Own Magic. Can I swear on this podcast, Victoria? Yeah, you can. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and um, she talks about um, the, the the process of creativity and, and this this fear voice. And she says, you know, we all have it. And you'll, you'll be sitting at your computer writing your book and this this voice will be going, this is rubbish. It'll never amount to anything. Why are you even bothering? And she's like, you know what you need to do when you hear that voice? You need to turn over your shoulder. You need to look it right in the face and you need to say, go make your own fucking art. <laughs> um, notice my rubbish American accent. Um, but it's so true. You need to just, first of all, realize that we all have that voice mm. and it's not just you. 
and and just learn to be like no yeah just <laughs> no thank mm. you flick you off my shoulder goodbye mm. go and do what you want to do see I think for me this is this must have come up because I'm sure I've sent you a voice note about this when I started my business I did do that little bit of jumping off a cliff actually I went I've got to do it now it's yeah. happening right now there were various things that part of my trainings that were running out and it was a bit of a now or never like use it or lose it type moment so I was like okay I'm gonna go for it and I remember having conversations with myself like everything is going to be okay because and I was saying things like if business is slow at first that's okay I can eat baked beans on toast that is not a problem I can do this and then I was thinking and if this happens I could get a job in Costa or Starbucks or I could do this or I could do that and at the time so that was kind of my my plan b it it wasn't a plan b in a i could go down that path forever it was more of a i'm feeling some fear my brain is going what if you don't get any clients what if you don't make any money what if you're making a mistake what if what if and so therefore i was diverting it into that will be okay because that will be okay because like a like a backup plan but the reason i thought about this recently is i was thinking okay if i was so certain that everything was going to work out for me in my business at that point I wouldn't have even thought of a plan b there wouldn't have even been a consideration of well if that happens I can just eat beans on toast or I can go and get a job here because it wouldn't have been part of my it wouldn't have been aligned it wouldn't have come into my mind and that's why I think this is really interesting for manifestation because I think Mm -hmm. it serves a purpose having a plan b it reduces the fear and reducing that is really important But I think at the same time, wait a minute, what if we went all in? What if we went all in with things? How would that affect our manifestations? What do you think? Something's just come to me, Victoria. Yeah. Just had a download. Mm -hmm. Um, When we are going through big up levels, so obviously, and that's a Lacey Phillip word. I don't know if it's one of her words, but I want to reference her because I don't steal people's ideas. Um, (laughs) But when we're going through a big up level um, and, you know, when we're jumping off a cliff, that's what we're doing. um, It's a massive shock to our nervous system. As you said, our brain doesn't like change. It's got no like programs based around that change. So you need to be, you kind of need to respect and look after your nervous system when you're going through big up levels, even if they're amazing, it's still a shock to the system. And you could argue that a plan B is a way of looking after your nervous system. You know, you don't need it. You know, it's not going to happen, but it's just a way of kind of quietening your amygdala and saying, well, look, there's a net, there's a safety net here. So you don't need it. Um, Sorry, you don't. So you don't need to worry, even though you don't need it. Um, And I would say that the more you train your nervous system that jumping off cliffs is safe, Mm -hmm. the less you need those plan B's. But you have to give yourself the neural program of jumping off cliffs always works out for me. And that's kind of where the trust muscle piece comes in, I suppose. Yeah. And I always recommend if people are brand new to manifestation or law of attraction, I always say start with a manifesting experiment, you know, the orange cars or green butterflies or purple feathers or whatever. The reason I say that is for that exact reason, because you are building up an experience of a set an intention and it showed up in my life. You're mm. building neural programs that say, my thoughts create things. I'm really powerful. I can set an intention and that will actually show up in my reality. So as you were talking, I was thinking, okay, so maybe the plan B bit 
exactly as you says, sort your amygdala out, calm that fear down. Because if you have too much fear, you're going to procrastinate. And you're not going to take action anyway. Yeah. But it's almost like having a plan B, but never thinking you're actually going to do it. And as I'm saying this, I'm asking myself, would I ever actually just eat beans on toast for months on end? And the answer is, I don't think I would, because I think that would go um, below my boundary of what I've set. And I would find a way yeah. of doing something differently. You wouldn't be available for that, Victoria. I wouldn't. I, love, I mean, don't get me wrong. Beans on toast, great snack. Love beans on toast. But I know the way I, th- I think about, like we were talking earlier about like breakfast and we were talking about like porridge and bananas and putting raisins in it and cinnamon. And I'm thinking, yeah, and I love pumpkin seeds. And I would be going, hang on a minute, my body is not getting all the nutrients I need right now. I need to do something differently. Yeah. So maybe those plan Bs I had were there for a reason, but I never actually believed I was going to have to do it. And maybe that's the key. What do you think? Yeah, I feel like a lot of the time dealing with my amygdala and and the way my body reacts to my amygdala is a little bit like, like looking after a small child because <laughs> yeah. my sensible part of my brain, my prefrontal cortex is like, okay, so <clears throat> we've got a little bit stressed, it might seem. <laughs> I logically know there's no need to be stressed. However, clearly there's a problem because I can't really relax. So I've got like a tight chest I need I feel like I need a massage right then right what can we do to calm down basically it's like there's a screaming baby inside me and I'm like the the adult part of myself is rolling its eyes and rocking it being like here we go (laughs) (laughs) and I suppose the plan b is just a way of being like look it'll be fine (laughs) yeah I love your prefrontal cortex it's like here we go again come on reluctant parent yeah you'll be fine it's okay but I bet people will get exactly what you're talking about there because it's we're often into that phrase being in two minds about something that is conscious prefrontal cortex you know logical thinking part of brain versus survival driven mechanism subconscious and anything that is a threat to your survival from your subconscious so not the adult part the baby part the child part anything that is a threat is going to get flagged and if we're not listening to it it's going to cause physical symptoms so that's why people get tight chested they they get sometimes things like um psoriasis or they get tension headaches or they get physical symptoms because their body is trying to communicate in some way shape or form that it doesn't feel okay Mm. and a lot of that time it is about rocking that baby rocking that child talking to it soothing it and that's where the plan b comes in but we've talked a few times you've mentioned that phrase trust muscle And I think that is so important for anyone who wants to manifest because ultimately you have to put your trust in something, whether that is fully in yourself, whether that is in the universe, whether that is in God, there has to be some trust somewhere for you to make any change, for you to do something differently. And usually with manifestation, it's about doing something differently, feeling differently, manifesting, feeling abundant, taking a new job, you know, doing something. So like what do you where where do you get your trust muscle from or like what techniques do you use to build that I think you can only build trust from experience um the first thing if somebody was asking to do this now with me I would say you need to look back at old patterns so look back at times in your life where you have um manifested things um or where you've taken risks so 
I could look back now and say, when I moved to Dubai, when I was 26, I was jumping off a massive cliff. Um, But I really knew, I knew it was going to work out. Mm. And it really did. And I, and nothing went wrong. And I got, got what I was hoping for and more. Um, And then now I have that experience to draw on that gives me a lot of faith I'm like I know it will be fine and I've got the, the more you, one sits and thinks and journals about these things the more you can re- recollect when you've jumped off cliffs and everything's worked out fine and again the power of writing things down and when you're writing a manifestation list and when you're taking risk and then writing down what's happened because when we're in a fear state our fear our amygdala like only focuses on negative and sometimes we need to get these lists out and go no 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 you're forgetting all of these things that have happened these really good things yeah actually I I was just thinking like okay what would be example for me I when I had that really bad anxiety it was like a health anxiety in my 20s one of the things that I kept coming back to when I was over it was hang on a minute remember how you were feeling that pain in your throat but there was nothing there. It was anxiety. And when you calmed down and when you reminded yourself you were safe and you were well, it went away. Remember that time. And I remember um, probably about five or six years later, I don't know if anyone ever gets this, but if you eat like a a really sour sweet or um, a really sort of citrusy fruit, sometimes there's like a muscle underneath your jaw that tightens and you get like a, if you can feel it, it goes really tight and tense. And I ate, this is me, I ate a fizzy lace. And I remember going, oh God, I've got a swelling. What is it? <laughs> and I, and look, I'm obviously a little bit prone to health anxiety. Whoops, <laughs> I certainly was. And then I went, hang on a minute. What do I know about my body? I know that these sorts of things sometimes happen and they're fine and they go away. And I remember someone then saying, oh yeah, isn't there a muscle there? that?" And as soon as I made that connection, it relaxed. And that was it. Because I'd... I trusted and I'd gone back to a time when something similar had happened, proved to myself that it was fine, calmed down that anxiety response. And the more you do that, the quicker it gets, the easier it gets and the more you spot it. And I think that's a big thing with manifestation. We're always going to have limiting beliefs. We're always going to have some tiny little voice going, but who are you to do that? And is it going to work out? And what if you make a mistake? And what if you do it wrong? Um, but it's not about getting rid of it completely. It's about going, oh, you again. Okay, then. Bye now. Thank you. Not needed. And that, I suppose that to me is building the trust muscle going, hang on a minute, Victoria. Stop. <laughs> Stop that train of thought. That's not helpful. Think about something that's happened in the past. Were you fine? Yeah. Oh, okay, I'll be fine this time. I think as well, it's all also worth noting that all emotions are really, really helpful, even negative mm. ones. It's what you do with them that's important. So, um, for example, um, worrying that feeling guilty that one has spent like too much money on something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now you can do one of two things with that. You can spiral into, oh my God, I'm so bad with money. If I keep spending money like this, mm. then by this time next month, I'm only going to have X amount and this is terrible and I need to earn more money, et cetera, et cetera. So that's the kind of amygdala fear spiral that you can go into, which is not helpful. Or you can go into, no, maybe the universe is poking my amygdala because it's trying to help me. What is this showing me? And what action do I need to take? And 
you know, is is your fear voice going to let you spiral into anxiety or is it going to poke you into taking aligned action? Really, is the question you need to ask yourself. Yeah, every emotion has a positive, useful effect. I like that because mm. I suppose, again, it's like some part of us going, you're not on the right path. You need to think about why you're feeling like this. You can change it really easily, but you're not listening. So we're making the feeling stronger and stronger. Um, I think that's a good example with money as well, because it's so easy to fall back into a pattern of, I'm not good with money. I spend too much. I now feel guilty for spending, but there's a negative emotion. And what do I usually do when I get a negative emotion? I go shopping and that makes me feel better. So I'll do that. Oh no, I'm stuck in the cycle again. Oh, how do I get out of this? I feel guilty. And it's, it's about breaking that and stepping back and going, Oh, hang on a minute. I'm not feeling good. Why am I not feeling good? What's the root of this? Cause it's never shopping. It's not that I don't have enough pairs of shoes. That is the problem, but I've created a pattern where I've been using that to solve the problem. And I know this is something that you sort of talk about when you talk about sobriety and alcohol-free lifestyle. Do you want to sort of touch on that a little bit? Yeah, so it's it's the addictive cycle that applies to any any addictive behaviour, really. Um, It's to do with the neurochemistry behind what's happening in your brain when you do something addictive, and that's that you're stimulating your dopamine response. Um, And when when you're artificially stimulating that, your brain loves to be in balance. It loves symbiosis, and it it kind of steps in and goes, oh, hang on a minute, let me just balance this out by, by... pumping out a load of stress and depressant hormones to to bring everything back down again but what it does is it brings you back down to lower than where you were before and then you end up feeling worse than you started yeah. then you the the fact that you get dopamine hit when you have another drink but which is very short-lived kind of gives you the false feeling that it's the drink that's making you feel better when actually it's the drink that's causing you not feeling good and that's the same for any addictive cycle Mm. um and ultimately where does the addictive cycle come from it came from the fact that you had a really uncomfortable feeling that you didn't want to feel and again let's boil it down to the very simple the two words the very simple binary code of the universe which is fear or love um and it's it's fear isn't it yeah. So we need to choose love. We need to, I yeah. feel like Gabby Bernstein says choose love. I feel like that's a Gabby Bernstein. She's yeah. another person. So if we're talking about manifestation, we're talking about backup plans, we're talking about building trust. Like let's maybe think about some, some ways that either we've built faith and trust or maybe how people, some action steps that people could take after listening to this episode. Cause maybe, maybe this is for someone who is, about to start manifesting or maybe this is someone who's thinking of changing their career or starting Mm. their own business or leaving a relationship or starting a relationship how what would be some of your tips maybe for building this faith I know you you sort of touched on one a bit earlier yeah so as well as um thinking about things that have happened to yourself you need your subconscious will does not believe that sorry I'll I'll say that again if your subconscious does not believe that something is possible now Siri thinks I'm talking to her no no Siri if if your subconscious (laughs) doesn't believe something is possible then it won't happen in your life so you need to seek what Lacey Phillips calls expanders which is look for other people who have got what you want Mm. um and that 
is it your mirror neurons Mm -hmm. that helps your mirror neurons to know that well if they can do it so can I so it's really a really good place to start doing this is online um you know looking for people in your field so for example if you wanted to be sober there's loads of sober heroes sober people on Instagram who you can follow but if you can find these people in real life it's even more powerful so finding people who have got what you want and it's it's learning to turn jealousy into inspiration. So if you find somebody that makes you feel a little bit jealous, <laughs> amazing, you've got your expander um, and you can turn that into somebody What's who inspires that? you. Sorry, Siri thinks I'm talking to her. How do <laughs> I turn is, her off? I'm not even sure. This is why I have to take my watch off because um, okay. I don't even know what I do. But a few times on the podcast, uh, Siri, oh, I'm really scared to say it that person has um, decided that she would stop, well, actually he would just start interjecting. And I did not invite him onto my podcast. I only invite special guests onto this podcast. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> the person is the heckler at the back of the room. Yes. I was recently at a Russell Brand um, uh, gig, which was incredible. And wow, what he does to hecklers, <gasps> you don't heckle in one of his uh, shows, I'll tell you. <laughs> He's got some healthy boundaries, I bet. Yeah, I bet that's awesome. Yeah, I think, yeah, with the mirror neurons bit. So they're basically just neurons that we have that were there to help us understand social experience. So, you know, if someone is being sick and you're near them and it starts Mm. to make you feel a little bit sick, it's because your mirror neurons that would be the part that would be active if you were being sick are ever so slightly stimulated. The same way that if you see someone cry, you start to feel that emotion. And it was all to do with helping us to be social beings. But Mm. we can really use it with manifestation because it's like, hang on a minute, I see that person who is similar age to me, maybe the same gender, maybe the same cultural background, having what I want. When you're looking at that, it's stimulating those feelings within you that you already have it to us to a smaller extent so that's yeah yeah, that's a really really good point and I think I was I was thinking about this right what what would I give as my tips for building faith in your worthiness faith in trust in the universe etc and I think if I was talking to myself before I started the business I'd want to be saying things like everything is going to work out everything is going to be okay and have a general sort of feeling of it's all going to be fine And it's okay to not know exactly what that looks like. Because I think with manifestation, one of the mistakes people make is they really focus on the how. So Mm. they go, this is the house I'm going to live in. This is the person I'm going to be with. This is the job I'm going to have. And sometimes we have to just take a little bit of a a step back, which I'm not very good at, because as you know, I like to be in control. Yeah. But sometimes we don't know the full picture. The universe knows more than we know. It knows a better job or a reason why we're not ready for it yet. And I think for me, the faith and the trust is Mm. more, no, not more, is as well as all those amazing things you've said. It's also being like, if it's not showing up, that's okay. Maybe you're not ready quite yet. Maybe there's another piece of the puzzle that needs to show up. Maybe there's something even better. And just sitting with that feeling. So rather than going, I've done it wrong, it's not happening, it's not working. It's like, maybe there's something I don't know yet. Maybe there's something else. That's yeah. what I would add to it. What What's that book? It's, it's called Playing the Matrix. I can't remember who wrote oh, it. Oh, Mike, Mike Dooley, yeah. yeah. And he calls it The Cursed House, isn't he? He does, yeah. And, and your, your job is to dream up the what, 
and yeah. the, the what and the universe comes up with the how and you shouldn't worry about the cursed hows because yeah. that's not for you to be doing and basically that causes you to spiral and exactly. stops, stops you blocks it exactly and it's like all manifestation starts with a feeling because if I sat here and said right I really want some of those I think it's Sophie Webster shoes that've got like a butterfly on the back they're sandals now it's not that I definitely desperately want those shoes by that designer it's the feeling I want having them whether Mm. that is a feeling of success elegance um, I don't even know what the feeling might be achievement abundance it's not about those shoes. I might find, oh, actually, I tell you what I really, really want to manifest. That it's on my list. The Jimmy Choo Cinderella shoes. If anyone likes shoes, go and check these out. They were from the original Cinderella film. They are beautiful. They've got like Swarovski crystals on them. They do them in, I think, a black, a silver. I want the silver ones or the white ones. They're just beautiful. If anyone's listening, in case, yeah. find benefactor. <laughs> In case Jimmy Choo is listening and they're like, oh, we've got these in a size, probably a three, to be honest, in a size three. And we don't need them. Who would want them? I would love them. Thank you, Jimmy Choo. I will accept those gracefully. Um, but it's you not... leave your address in the show notes in case they want I to I should, you know, get, contact Clear me on Instagram. <laughs> Send me a DM if you've got a pair that you don't want and they're going to waste. <laughs> I, will, I will find a home for them in my shoe room. I do actually have a shoe room, so they will have pride oh of place. <laughs> yeah, I know. Dream. Um, so it's always about feeling the job. It's about the feeling. It's not about the company. It's not about the position. It's not even necessarily about the amount of money. It's the feeling. And if we just link it to money one more time, let's say you're like, I really want a 50 K salary. I want a 50 K salary. I want that. If you are so focused on that number, you miss the job opportunity for a hundred K or 200k because you've closed yourself off you've put blinkers on whereas if you're saying I want to up level I want to manifest I want to be more abundant I'm available for more yes I think the danger is then people go well am I not being clear enough with the universe Mm. if you start with the feeling and the why and the happiness the abundance the health the well-being whatever it will give you you can then play around with numbers you can play around with jobs you can play around with what that perfect partner might look like but you always have to draw it back to the feeling because it's not about the specifics it's about the feeling because manifestation is energy energy is feelings so there you go there's where I would sort of draw that anything else you want to add yeah just going back to the feelings piece I completely agree it's about getting into the energy of what you want um and it's easier said than done sometimes depending on how blocked you are in that area um but yeah that's something to um what's it when you're is it the hippogogic and the hip and the the phases when you're waking up and falling asleep yeah called well I call it hypnagogic state as in that, no, but I think you might be right with gogic actually. But I just thought I'm going to pronounce it a certain way. That feeling like when you're just falling asleep and then you wake yourself up, like you've tripped yeah. over something or fallen over a cliff. Yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah. I didn't know there was another one. But um, one refers to when you're falling asleep, and one's when you're, you know, when you're snoozing when you wake up in the morning. Yeah. So the the first one, the hypnagogic or gogic, is when you're falling asleep because it's that yeah. fall asleep and then you jolt yourself awake, like, oh, what was I doing here? When you're going I, down the sleep. Yeah. Staircase. And then the other one, I can't remember, but those are obviously we're on a theta wavelength, so that's a good yeah. time to play around with visualizing mm. and getting into energies, isn't it, to help your subconscious? Definitely. 
Awesome. Yeah. Right. Well, I hope everyone has enjoyed this episode talking about manifestations, plan B's, building trust. Annika, where can people find out about what you do and find out more about you? Um, you can follow me on Instagram and my handle is at coaching by Annika and Annika is spelled A-N-N-E-K-A. Uh, or you can go to my website, which is coachingbyannika.co.uk. Amazing. Right. Don't worry. We will be back for more manifestation chats. And if you've got any topics that you want us to cover, anything that you would like us to kind of chat about and give our thoughts and advice on, then send me a DM um, or send me an email to victoria at victoriamuscle.com. Right. We'll see you very soon for another episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this content, I would so love it if you could leave me an iTunes review. You would totally make my day and you'd help this podcast to reach other listeners just like you. And if you know someone who this content would help, then please share it with them. Share the love, share the positivity. I hope you all have a wonderful and prosperous day and I will see you all in the next episode.